everyone, welcome to episode 12 of the GBHBL Whiplash. This week we've got tracks from Russian post-black metal band Lahom Absurd, London-based experimental rock and metal three-piece Mosaic, and Swedish melodic black metal entity Wormlight. We are games, brains, and headbanging life, GBHBL.com. We run a website and a YouTube channel where every single day you can find album, EP, and single reviews. That's the headbanging part of our title. The games comes from our reviews, videos and articles, and most things with a controller. While the brains part covers our love of all things horror. And I actually reference a movie, the brains part. Any idea? Have a think and I'll tell you at the end of the podcast if you haven't already got it. You can also find top lists, definitive lists of major franchises, TV show reviews, interviews, features, book reviews and merchandise. You can find us on Facebook, search for GBHBL and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at GBHBL Official. We're on Instagram as GBHBL, so make sure you follow us there too. This podcast is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. Go to patreon.com forward slash GBHBL if you fancy supporting us with a little bit of cash. And check out our YouTube channel as well if you like what you see and hit that subscribe button. And if you can't remember all of that, don't worry. You can find all our links on our homepage. It's as simple as that. Just go there and check it all out. This week's gonna be a bit of a short one, I'm afraid. The bank holiday weekend has kept me extremely busy, unfortunately. I didn't even think I was going to be able to get this one done. Just running out of time. But hey, what are you going to do? That's that's the life. Not bother with it? No, I decided, you know what? I've got a few things I can quickly talk about. And I've got these tracks that I really want to play. Because the albums are out now. And these are awesome, awesome bands. So hell no. We've got the music to play you. So I want to share it with you. So it's going to be done. Talking of which, we're kicking things off this week with Mosaic. They released their debut EP Parallel on May 4th, 2018, of course. Blending alternative rock with progressive metal. It's an EP that should interest fans of like Deftones, Devin Townsend, Mastodon, Nine Inch Nails and Tool. Some big heavy names there, you know. Mosaic's experimental style makes Parallel a really unique offering. Something that shines through on the opener, Escapism, the track that we're about to play. So enjoy because it is fantastic. Yeah. 
we got a new Alison Chains track this week, taken from the upcoming new album. The track is called The One You Know, and damn, it's pretty good. Um, I, I'm probably, I sound so surprised because I'm not a fan of the band, nor their sound, but I quite like this. It's heavy, it's got groove, but it still sounds and feels like an Alison Chains song. It's got mood and atmosphere, and there's no arguing with that. The vocals are great, the guitars, they, they really deliver here. And it's got some serious oomph to the bass, really like heavy. I'm surprised, and I'm surprised because, well, nowadays, even though I'm much easier to please musically, there's still a band that I kind of struggle with. I've never been into the grunge sound, and like, I consider the likes of Nirvana one of the most overrated bands in the world. But Alison Chains, I mean, I guess they lean more towards a hard rock sound, so they're much more palatable for me. But yes, it's a really good effort. I mean, I thought about it afterwards, like, does this make me any more excited for the album? Well, not really, but more than I was, you know, going off this one track, it is good. If you're not, if you're like me and you're not really a fan, check it out, you know, you might be quite surprised. I say, I quite liked it. What I didn't like, though, was the new Devil Driver track. Devil Driver released Country Heroes, their first single from their Country Covers album, Outlaws Till the End. And, well, it's a cover that features the original artist, Hank Williams III. He's doing vocals on it. I'm... I'm not really sure about this, so I mean, this is an album that isn't something I particularly care for anyway, and going off this track, I don't know if I'm really going to get much from the full thing. It is very Devil Driver, very Devil Driver playing country sh country songs in their own unique style. Is it different? Oh yeah, it's very, very different. But not, I'm not convinced it's any good. I mean, it's not a bad song, or bad cover, by any stretch of the imagination. But going off the averageness of it all, I can't see this being remembered long after release, the album as a whole. It's kind of like, you know, have your fun, guys, and then get back on with your actual music. Like I said, it's not a bad track, and if you're worried it was going to be leaning way too much towards the countryside of things, you, you don't have to worry about that at all. This is very, very Devil Driver. And so after um, teasing a big thing all last week, that had fans' imaginations running wild. Guns N' Roses announced a very fancy box set. Oh, I gotta laugh. I love this stuff, man. It makes me laugh. After that countdown timer going on all week, what it meant, what it meant, it was for a special edition of Appetite for Destruction. A stonking $1,000 kind of special. I mind you, that's the top end of the box set, of course. And the amount of stuff in it, if you've got that money lying around and you're a super fan, you certainly get plenty for your money. It's just kind of funny teasing something all week that has people thinking of like classic reunions, maybe a new song from an upcoming new album, more tour dates. Nope. A box set of an album that most people own or have owned at some point in their lives. Whoop the fucking do. Yeah, this is my feelings on it. And it's the second time in a number of weeks where massive bands have done this countdown timer thing and inevitably been nothing but a bit of a flat and a disappointing thing. Stop bigging your shit up, guys. Just, just, here's our box set. Buy it, please. Right, up next we have a track from Swedish melodic black metal entity Wormlight. Their debut album, Wrath of the Wilds, is out now and not only harks back to the spirit of like mid-90s Scandinavian black metal, but also kind of showcases the spirit of meticulously structured songs. It's very modern sounding, as much as harken back to that era. And this is the title track, Wrath of the Wilds.
So last week I was out and about seeing the excellent Cove play in London. Wicked little metal band, local lads as well. And I was lucky enough to score some interview time with the guys. A first for us. Something we're very excited about doing. Much more. Want to do much more of it. And you can see that video now over on YouTube. However, if that's not your jam, I'm going to play you that audio now. Now, lucky you. But bear in mind, it is a bit raw. I made a fair few mistakes because of nerves. You know, I was very, very nervous about doing this. First time ever interviewing a band using a video camera and all of that. And, you know, little teething problems, things that I didn't think of sort of doing that afterwards kind of kicking myself for and being like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done that. Lessons learned. Going to get better at this. Want to get better at this. But either way, I wanted to play the audio. It's about 10 minutes long. The guys were really, really cool, and it was a lot of fun, and the show was great. Go to the site to check out a review of that. So here's that audio from that interview. I hope you enjoy it. So um, for the sake of the fact it's a video um, as well, can you introduce yourselves? Okay. Uh, I'm Pete, I uh, play guitar at Cove. Uh, I'm Ben, I also play guitar. And I'm Jack, and I play drums. Fantastic, fantastic. So it's last day of the UK tour. Been a big one. How's it been so far? It's been really good. It's been like... It feels like a like a progression, especially from all the other tours we've done. Like there's people coming out and travelling like sort of long distances. They're all wearing merch and they're singing lyrics, and it's just yeah, it feels like proper, like a proper tour should. So yeah. I think it's sort of like exceeded our expectations, especially like places like the first night in Bournemouth was like crazy. Yeah, it was like really good. Like we've never been to Bournemouth before. Do you know what I mean? So. Um. So on that point, then. You talked about Bournemouth. Has that been the best show of the tour? Would you say? Yeah, you know, don't understand. Sort of some standouts for us. Yeah, Bournemouth was amazing. Um, that was a wicked way to kick things off. And then Manchester was also really good. Um, Edinburgh. Edinburgh, yeah, was wicked as well. Tunbridge Wells. Tunbridge Wells was, was great. Was yeah. Is that because just how energetic the crowd was and? Yeah, and like turnout-wise, they were like all like very very busy shows. So it was really going off and stuff. Especially Tunbridge Wells was standout. It was yeah. Tunbridge Wells great. We're really excited for tonight as well because we've uh, we sort of uh, we're told about like the pre we, we sort of didn't have any expectations and yeah we've there's sort of meant to be a lot of people coming tonight. Oh, so right. just and it's like our local one as well, so we're really really excited for that one. Fantastic! So the new EP, obviously, it's called Conscious Motion. Why an EP and what inspired it? Um, so the, the main reason it's an EP is that we've got a new vocalist. Okay. Um, at the back end of last year. Well, the summer of last year really wasn't it that we really started doing stuff with Ben and then um, yeah it was just like the conscious motion being this is what we're going to be as a band now now the songs have come on everyone's comfortable writing with each other and that's kind of the sound we want to go for Yeah. so it's kind of like bridging the gap between the old cove what we're doing now and then what we're going to do next perfect perfect yeah um, right and so those new tracks how have they been coming across how, how, how has it been playing them live um, oh yes, yeah I mean, the, the most fun we've ever had live. Yeah, I think, so. like, we kind of write the songs with a view to, like, songs being fun to play live. The first EP is a lot of, like, stuff that was written before the band was even, like, a live performing band, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, like, a lot of, like, stuff written in the bedroom, you know, thinking about how that comes across live. And it's, like, really technical. It gets lost in, like, you know, the mix of live. So, yeah, I think, like, we kind of thought now, like, what makes a big impact live and what's fun to play live as well? I feel like the set we have now as well it's like it's it, our entire new EP plus two songs from the old EP it's, there's not a single song that we play in the set where we're like oh, like you know what I mean we don't want to play it yeah like all the songs are songs that we all enjoy playing as well you've not reached that sort of my head Ace of Spades having to play it at night no. and night out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not yet no, they're always really fun to play <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so talking about live, I mean, you sound like you're you, you're still enjoying it, and the fact oh, yeah. so like obviously it's such a big deal, but you now trying to be a band to play live because effectively that's where the money is. Um, is would you say it's really important to you guys to get out there and play touring, these songs? Touring is everything to this band. Yeah, it's what we want to do. We want to be a, a band that tours as much as possible. Um, playing live is obviously everything to us. Mm. It's just this is like the longest tour we've done as a band so far as well and being out for like usually we go out for like just under a week or something we'll go out for a week and just as you're getting into the swing of it you gotta come home yeah. but with this it's like two weeks of just you know just constant shows and like with every single one we feel like we've just sort of been stepping it up and up and it's just always yeah it's just always good it's always a laugh and it's always a lot of fun so and what helps motivate you kind of like to get on the stage as you said long tour last date you know you're gonna have a good time, but what, what's you know if you're tired, what's helping you get know, up I there? Like, I feel like we can switch it off and on before. We that, do. Like, like, we'll be quite sluggish, but when we get on, we're just up for it. Like yeah, like I think it's, it's been a long drive. Everyone might get yeah. out of the van feeling a little bit sort of like, oh, this is gonna be hard. And then we, by the time it comes to times of like show time, it's just yeah, kind of a bang. We, we were in Bristol and we had to. Um, we were really close to cancelling the show just because there was like a load of issues at the original venue. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and, on Facebook. Uh, we, we were all just sort of a bit bummed out about it thought we were going to have to cancel the show last minute we got moved to um, sort of 10 minutes up the road and yeah we're all just sort of really tired and really you know like it's all been delayed and we got on and it was like the amount of people that had actually come down even though the venue had been moved and all that sort of stuff it's sort of I think we feed off the everyone else's sort of energy and it just makes us like want to hit it hard yeah, sort of thing so, yeah so Rise of Streaming Services and YouTube has it helped or hindered you as a band? I mean, you fairly obviously you you've come up in that world, yeah. so but obviously it's how everyone just get it for free just by paying for streaming stuff and stuff like that. Do you think it's causing you a problem, or do you think it's going to help you long term? The, the problem with that stuff is it's like so saturated; it's mm. hard to stand out mm. amongst you know a, a lot of other bands and a lot of other music. But I think in the grand scheme of things, I think it's a really good thing. Like if people listen to music free. Or whatever or like stream it I think yeah. the age of sort of purchasing music potentially is like over yeah. unless, unless it's like things like like we were all like into vinyls and stuff like it's an album we really like we'll buy it on vinyl but yeah. it's not so much for the music it's more to be like this is a physical thing I can hold and I won't forget this album and the artwork's big you can look at everything like that but collecting for, almost yeah yeah that's it and it's not necessarily about like, like I don't go home and stick on the vinyl player that often yeah. you know what I mean yeah. but I have it on Spotify all day at work or whatever do you know what I mean so yeah. I feel like Spotify is a great thing for that and it's a great way to find new bands because like you know you get added to a playlist or whatever and you end up getting you know 40,000 people yeah. hear it that's, so that's, that's like, like mental like. that's like a proper uh, you can look at it in a really good way as well because if we've like with this EP we've been lucky enough to have a few singles on a few like Apple Music playlists and Spotify playlists which has like really wrapped up the streams and brought a lot of new attention to the mm. band as well so especially like internationally I think yeah like, definitely yeah. like amplifiers yeah. sort of you know we can put the EP out to maybe you know two or three thousand people on our our personal but if someone else is going to put that somewhere like a Spotify playlist or you know a good YouTube channel is going to help yeah that's a life a little bit that for us it's great you know but then yeah but like you were saying the saturation thing it's is, difficult is the it's like yeah it's yeah, it's just so. It's definitely a positive though. Like, yeah, I think definitely, and it's like you can't uh, like push against it because it's just the way it is now. You yes. just embrace it and go with it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? you can't like, have no choice really. Yeah. So, right, we don't just cover rock and metal. We also kind of like do gaming and horror. 
Are gamers horror fans here? Uh, Charlie Our Basis is a big gamer fan. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know. I don't think we're. I hate <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, jump, I, jump at, I jump at anything. I don't mind uh, like games every now and then, but I'm sort of. I'm sort of. I don't know. I just. I'm not like a, Charlie's massive on it. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, he's yeah, got he needs to do reality stuff. He's oh, like, really? Yeah, it's a big into it. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Oh, no the worries. rest of us are just like, see you later. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we get home, we don't really hear from him. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's chill time. Yeah. He's in the other. He's in another universe. <laughs> so, yeah. No worries. Um, easy one, I guess. If you weren't in a band, what would your dream job be? Or would you be? I guess. I think this is all our sort of. Yeah, if you weren't in a band. If I weren't in a band. Yes. Um. Yeah, I still want to be involved in music, basically. Yeah, like, I think for all of us. I like, think it's creative outlets. Yeah. Like being yeah. I think for all of us, if we weren't in a band, we'd still find like, still touring jobs that we could like, that would yeah. be of interest to us. I really like like graphic design and stuff. I'd love to do like uh, band merch or um, stuff like that. I'd find that stuff like really yeah. interesting. So. And what's next, guys? What's next for Cole after this? It's demoing now. Like, demoing. Demoing for so, the next record. So. When does this come out? Probably tomorrow evening. Okay. There's something that we announce Wednesday morning, which okay, like can be held back. Yeah, 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 because it's it, it, you know I got day jobs as much as, and yeah. as well, and I'm at work tomorrow morning, so it's tomorrow evening. But there's no reason why it can't be held back. So well, Wednesday morning we announced that we've got 2000 Trees Festival. So oh, cool. That's like a really cool thing for us. Like um, we've got a few fests sort of in the summer, and like looking to tour at the. Yeah. Uh, the tail end of summer I think we're going mid summer right in June we will be out in June and looking like we will be out in July as well but it's sort of they're sort of still half halfway done it's a busy summer plan really hope so yeah definitely we'll be doing bits we'll be out and about so I might as well ask them before wrap this up Um, you said 2003 that kind of makes me think what festivals in the UK would you love to play at Oh, definitely. All of them. All of them, yeah. Do you see yourselves at Bloodstock? Because that's basically my festival. Um, I, I love that know. one. That's, I feel like, the, to be fair, I feel like the demographic of Bloodstock, I think some, pe- some people would like us there. I think mm. like I don't think we'd go down terribly. We're not like a straight up sort of like metal band, you know what I mean? But I know there's fairly diverse things on it's there. It's the same with like, uh, I think a few of our friends were sort of saying, oh, maybe to Tech Fest, but mm. not in really some, tech band. not really techy band, but if you sort of want to be uh, if you sort of want to, I mean, yeah, like I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to play Bloodstock. It'd be nice to get the opportunity to play one or two of these ones that might not necessarily be our demographic. Yeah, you know, see how it goes down almost. Like, Absolutely. But there's ones that obviously everyone wants to play. We'd love to do Redland Leeds. Obviously, we'd love to do Download. Yeah. Like, some of the other ones like Arc. I'd love to do Arc Tangent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Like, like Slam Dunk or something. That's a really yeah. good festival. Like yeah. any any sort. of festivals that sort of cater to the heavy music we'd, we'd always yeah, be always playing. Fans, we just yeah. love playing live like, that's yeah. just what we want to do if there's some cool bands we can watch while we're there yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 alright and that's it 
a short one, as I said. But I'm happy to close things out with a track from an album that blew my mind this past week. Lohom Absurd, our post-black metal band from Russia, who released their second full-length album, Sleepless, on March 26, 2018. An album which can be considered as a logical follow-up of the band's creativity, based off their first album. And what an impressive release this is. A stunning combination of black metal with real modern and fresh style appeals to the darker side of the soul. This is Black Hole. Thank you so much for listening. I apologize for how short it's been. But as I said, time just got away from, away from me. I will make it up to you next week when I've got way more, way more to rant and rave about. Catch you later.